Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who, who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work! Hi everyone! Today I am interviewing my stepdad. Not what about his job, but why he did his job. What? Why did he get into it? Stuff like that. It's a bit of a switcher upper. Anyway, we're gonna start now. Okay. So, hello, Quasi. Hi, Gwen. Might finally um, be on your podcast and not <laughs> on the other side of, of editing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just wondering, not just about your job, because I do come into your studio and look at your what you're doing, your editing and stuff. But why did you sort of like do this job? Why did you sort of choose it? Well, um, that's an interesting question because it kind of leads to the question: How do people end up in the job they end up in? <laughs> you know. And I didn't choose to do what I'm doing now. It was a process. So tell me about that process. Okay. Well, when I was, you know, I, I did a lot of jobs in my life. When I was, er, like, in my early teens, my first job was landscaping. So, like, cutting lawn for guest houses and. That's where I learned to swim because I used to jump in the pools and stuff like that and, and try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. My second job was in like a tire shop just down the street. So I was still in high school and I just wanted to make some extra money. Yeah. So I think that's a job, but it isn't, it isn't a career. So a lot mm-hmm. of people are working in jobs that their you know, circumstances made them end up doing, but it isn't necessarily what someone would consider mm-hmm. a career. Yeah. And I think your your podcast is mainly about people that are that have settled in their career, but you do interview people that has done or are doing jobs as well because at the end of the day mm. that's what makes the economy run when everyone plays a role. So, cuz the people that I interview, they're all sometimes different. Maybe they're so a few of them have just started a new job or maybe starting a new job soon. So I guess it is quite different. And I was wondering, since you edit and you do stuff like that, is it like, you know when you like do the editing and stuff, is it like really hard? Because <laughs> uh-huh. it seems hard because like there are loads of different files and stuff like that and you have to do it like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. It can be hard at times, not necessarily in in the job itself, but it can be hard sometimes because I do this job for one of my one of my businesses, which 
which happens to be um, podcasting as well, podcast editing. And, but I have, I have other jobs as well. So I'm what you would call an entrepreneur, meaning that I'm someone that is an independent person earning money on their own, not necessarily being hired by a company. And that person can go on to create their own company and, and, you know, be a director, but still be an entrepreneur. But entrepreneur is just basically someone that you know, uses their skills and talents to earn money for themselves. So mm -hmm. the guy that you meet on the street selling craft that he made to cars passing by, that could be an entrepreneur. Or Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world who started a business called Amazon, he's an entrepreneur. So it isn't necessarily a job description per se, but it is the way that the person goes about earning mm -hmm. money. And back to your question about how I ended up editing your podcast and if it's hard. It's not that hard because when I was younger, I used to fiddle around with audio and make music for fun. And then as I grew, I started earning money and getting jobs for doing things like jingles for people and, you know, commercials for radio mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it became one of the skills that I did on the side that I really enjoyed. So I really enjoy finding ways to make your podcast interesting and funny so that part is not is not hard but sometimes it's hard to find the right file sometimes the audio that we got from the actual call or it's like is not that good so in that way it can be hard or sometimes if i'm busy with other work and i still have to find time to to do this and do it right it can be a bit hard yeah and you said about you had multiple jobs, so not just editing stuff. So what are the other jobs? Well, I run a business called Enigma Media Productions, where I handle media services for private clients, which includes, but is not exclusive to social media. It can be um, private videos they want to launch a campaign. It can be an audio podcast they want to create to launch a book, to launch a product. They can just be handling their social media from day to day. So that mm -hmm. is my, my baby, I would say, something I, I started not too long ago, about a year and a half, and it's been building clientele going along. And then also I have a business called Enigma Records where me and a lot of people I know that are talented create music and release it under that label in a way to not only release music, but to maintain ownership of it. And it's not easy being independent in music, but it, it's more of a hobby for me, so I enjoy that. Yeah. And then also I work with, from a marketing standpoint, because marketing is what I studied in school. And I help when it comes to launching new products, launching sales strategies, and also just sometimes meeting with people in negotiating business. So I help in that regard in her business as well. So in that way, I have, I have multiple jobs, but I just like to call myself an entrepreneur for now because I'm not actually tied to a job. I'm tied to the creative process and I'm also tied to marketing and sales because unfortunately, Sometimes in life you have, you have more than one career. So what you start off in, in your twenties and think that you're going to last forever. in, sometimes when you're 30, you change your mind and you do something else. 
and what I did when I was 20, it benefited me a lot in what I'm doing now as far as sales and marketing. Even though I'm not doing that job anymore, it's kind of ingrained in my system, you know? So your job is editing? Well, not your main job, but like, <laughs> which one? Because you have like multiple jobs. Which one do you call your like main, main job? My main job is, that's a good question. My main job would be my business, you know, run, running my business, which is Enigma Media Productions. So a lot of my time in, during the week when you're at school goes to that. So you might go to school on a Monday and then an hour after that, I'll have a meeting with my main client to have that meeting for about two hours. And I'll come back, do what we spoke about in that meeting, make sure that the product is, is as the client required and then execute and then move on to other things, including working, working with your mom as well. So from a, from a main standpoint, I would say my main job is running my business. On a secondary standpoint, I would say my other job is helping your mom run her business. Yeah, I sound, I know what you mean. So did you like, did you create like the, like, it was it like a website or something? Did you create it? Yeah, I, I mean, initially it was, I was providing that service as part of, as part of what I did as a hobby, which is music. And I would have people come to me and say, oh, we need, we need to get this video done, but I don't know how to do this on, on, on Instagram. Or we need to get this um, product out, but I don't know how to create these business cards. Or, and I would help them do all of that. And, and eventually I said to myself, I should, I should not just be doing that on the side for people because I, I'm good at it and I enjoy it. I should create a service where people know where to come to if they need that service done, because it seems a lot of people want that. And um, part, of, part of being an entrepreneur is creating a product based on what people want. So, so I would say I, I created the business based on the need that people had. And then I did the website, I did the logo, I created a bank account, I had to go and do a bunch of admin stuff to make it all legit but now it's a fully functioning business. Do you say it helps people a lot or a little bit? I would say that with the clientele that I work with, it helps a lot, but not necessarily with what I'm doing for them. I think my main, my main value to the people that I work with is not just, okay, he might make a video for us, he might handle our social media. I think it's the knowledge that I have. So they could call me for anything. A lot of times people will call me and say, listen, this guy told me that he can do this for me for this amount. Can you help me find a way to do it? And because we have that relationship, I can give them that advice without it necessarily being a charge to my business. But because I did that, then it brings more business later on because they introduce me to other people who might want to pay me for that same service I did. Or they might say, you help me with this. I really want to give you some more work. Let's, let's, let's turn it into a, a paid service. You do this for me for this and this amount of time. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, I, I am quite helpful, but it isn't necessarily always what I offered as a service to that client. I understand. So... Like, does it sort of like depend on the 
person. Because if it's, like, really hard, then it's so, like, oh, this is going to... Because they can't do it and it's really, really hard. They're saying it helps a lot because they couldn't be able to do it and they couldn't find a way. And if it's, like, just one small, eeny bitty thing, it helps, but it's not as much as, like, the big person. Yeah. In a way, yeah. I feel like... I feel like the service you provide for your customers doesn't necessarily always have to to be that service that you're charging them for. And if you do that, they 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 trust you and they 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 come to see you as a source of valuable information. And because of that, they give you more work. So yeah. it isn't necessarily I do this work for you, you like it, you give me more work of the same kind. It's more as an entrepreneur, it's more spectral than that. It's more of a spectrum. It's more about relationships, making sure that you're there for that person, even if it's an hour that, let's say, Sunday morning, you're not necessarily working, that person calls you. You make yourself available to them within reason, as long as you're not taken away from family time and stuff like that. They appreciate that, and that, that helps you grow your business, especially if you're just starting off. So you, you told me that you still build your relationship. Do you sort of get, like, loads of friends by doing it or make friends by doing it? Yes, yes, I would say you make a lot of friends by doing it. But it's very important to not confuse a client and a friend when you're doing work for them. Mm -hmm. So someone can be your friend and they can say, Gwen, I'm I'm your friend, but I heard you do X and X. Mm -hmm. Can you do this for me? And... I would say, yeah, I can do this for you for this price, which is the price that I have for everyone. And then they agree. And then I do it to the best of my ability and then hope that they're happy. So a lot of people consider friends, think that friends have to give favors in business. So for example, a friend might come and say, I heard you do social media. Can you do it for me for a hundred a day? And then I would say, well, my price is 150. But they think because they're your friend that they can undercharge you and that you do them favors. And then on the other side, sometimes a friend might come and say, I'll pay you 200 to do something. And you're like, okay, let's do it. But because it's your friend, you as the entrepreneur isn't really, you know, you're not treating that friend as if you would treat an external client as far as urgency and making sure everything's on top of it. You take a lot of liberties. And both of those scenarios are really bad when it comes to business. When it, even if you're dealing with a friend or even if your, your client becomes a friend, when it comes to business, you need to treat everyone the same and be strictly professional. Yeah, so it's really hard. I understand that. You know, like, it's very, very busy. <laughs> it sounds like that to me. How would you schedule your times, like, with the person? Would they, like, oh, hi, I want this time. Can you do it? <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good question, Gwen, because... As an entrepreneur, sometimes you don't have a lot of structure to the way that you do things as far as a schedule set for you by someone else. So I think you need to create that schedule for yourself and at the same time, create it in a way that works for you. So I have a studio at home, so a lot of my time, other than if I'm out at meetings or I'm in hypergallery, that I'm just here at home. And it can be very easy to just say, you know, I'm going to take a long break. I'm going to start late. But you have to, as your jobs come in, schedule them and stick to that schedule. While at the same time, make sure that you treat it 
as a job, the same way that someone would have a job in, in an office, that you take breaks, you make sure you have your lunch on time because that can negatively impact the way. I usually have leftovers. <laughs> if I'm out, I, I might just get something really small. I might get like a sandwich. I might get, you know, fried chicken. I might get something like that. But it isn't, it isn't one set thing. <laughs> and, and this, you know, it's not something that I'm great at, but I'm working on it and scheduling everything is very important. Very exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question, right? Okay. Just to close off. Yeah. This is going to be a very short mini episode. And we just wanted to have a little chat and change things up a bit, okay? Yeah. You're a person that's in school. Yeah. You're learning about the world. You're learning about subjects. You're learning about what you like, friends, relationships, and all of that. But at the same time, you're a kid that has a podcast that's very successful. And also you have you know, extra activities, you do acting classes, you do stuff like that. And recently you've been doing commercials and stuff like that on TV and getting into that. So out of, out of everything that you've heard from your podcast and what you're learning, you're learning in school, do you think that you have an idea of what you want to be? Well, I, so I know I'm at the moment where I'm not at that moment when I was little, like, I, oh, I wanted to be a dog or something, because <laughs> I didn't want to be a dog when I was little. Yeah, and I never knew it couldn't be a job, because all my friends were saying, I'm going to be a dog, I'm going to be a horse. <laughs> but, yeah, but when you've done this, when you've done all of this, and you've done things where you've seen other people doing their job, like, in front of you, yeah, it's sort of like... Oh, they're handling with, for example, if I was at my dancing class, oh, they're handling with kids. They're saying, oh, stop. Or something, can you please stop? Because I'm teaching and I'm doing my job. And, you know, and also, or setting up something. And it's very unusual because I would normally see them on a screen. Because of COVID, I would normally see them on the screen. And also because right. people are doing different places. You mean your teacher? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I would normally see them on the screen if I was interviewing them. Right. And I can't see them right in front of me. But actually, what, now I'm looking at you and you're actually... So if I go out this room and then I come back in here and say, can I have whatever? Yeah. Can you do this thing for me? You'll be working. Yeah. So... I guess I'm at that stage when you know it and then you don't at the same time. Well, that, that's the thing. I'll, I'll cut you off because it, that was actually a trick question. And I edit, I edit all of your podcasts and I've heard every question that someone's asked you. And the most popular question is, which one of the job do you think you want to be, Gwen? Which your favorite job? Yeah. Which is your favorite? And I guess, I guess that's a fair question, you know, because that's, that's, that's what you do. You ask people about their job. Mm -hmm. I think you're on the right, you're on the right path. Most, most adults, early people in their early twenties don't know what they want to do. And if, if they think they do, a lot of the times they end up changing that job when they get a little bit older. So I would say, yes, it's important to have a goal from young. So there are things you like, like acting, having a podcast, maybe being a broadcast person on TV. It, it's good to have goals like that. 
but at the same time, allow yourself to find something you love. Yeah. Because only when you find that thing that you love, only then will you know what you want to do and be willing to make sacrifices and dedicate yourself to it. As a kid, it's, it's almost impossible to know that. And even if mm -hmm. you think you do, a lot yeah. of the times it, you, you change as you grow and yeah. learn. So I would say to you and to all the other kids out there, this podcast is mainly for you to know what other people do so you can make informed decisions about the things you study and the direction you want to head in. And if you find something that you want to do from this age and you want to go for it, go for it. But if you don't, don't feel like you need to choose something just because everyone asks you what you want to be when you grow up. Because sometimes what you're going to be when you grow up only comes to you when you grow up. Yeah. I understand when you grow, you change. Because even when I was in year one, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to be an adventurer. And then I come to now, and I'm like, I'm definitely not going to be an adventurer. <laughs> what, what do I hate? Everything that all you would find on an adventure. <laughs> so, you know, you do have to think about it properly. Yeah. Because if I thought about it now, oh, I'll definitely be some animals in that. Yeah. Some, so, bugs. some bugs, yeah. Mosquitoes. What do I hate? Mosquitoes, <laughs> definitely. So, you do have to think about it a lot. And this podcast, the question that I get asked a lot, is actually really hard. Yeah, of course. Even though I do like everybody's, and it's not just because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I yeah. do not want to hurt people's feelings. But also, it's because it's so hard. Because there are so many other jobs out there. I yeah. don't, it's almost like, I wouldn't, I know I've gone like really far and I know like all these different jobs. And I've talked to people about all these different jobs. Right. And I've done at least... Let's say 55. That's 55 jobs. Exactly. But what do I still not know? Exactly. Yeah. And, but if I think about it, what am I doing right now? I'm basically doing a job. Yeah. And by doing something, because when I first started this, I started it and I was quite liked it. But when you first start, you're not as good as you would be after 55 episodes, for example. Exactly. Because you're not like, you get worried. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this mm -hmm. as a start. And you're shy when you first get on the call. Yeah. But now, even if I'm from someone that I've never seen before, yeah. I just go, hi. Yeah. And start a conversation. And I feel happy about it. Yeah. It's sort of weird when I first say hi to a stranger. Yeah. But I know that I can trust them. Yes. And it's not like they're evil. <laughs> and you know how to do yeah. it now because yeah. you have the experience of 55 mm -hmm. episodes. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Experience in life would help you know what you want to do. And uh, yeah. whatever you do, just do, the, do, do it to the best of your ability and give it your best shot. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't have the chance to do half of the things we have the chance to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and some of the most important things is being happy and putting a smile on your face and on your family's face. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, I think with that, we should go because it's been 27 minutes. All right? So yeah. tell me goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for being on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being on. Oh. <laughs> cool. Good chat, Gwen. Bye. Bye. Thank you.